0: When you have a new baby on the way, there is a lot to prepare for. Putting together the crib, the fun part, decorating the nursery, getting the house baby proofed, it can all feel so daunting. Now
1: when it's baby number two, that presents an all new set of challenges. Depending on the age and where you are with your first child, the new baby could bring with it a lot of different changes. So should you rip it all off at once like a Band-Aid and make all those changes? Or take your time and tackle one change at a time? Today, we'll give you our best tips on how to best go about managing it all. I'm Laura. And I'm Jennifer. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast.
0: We are so glad you're here and we will help you manage it all.
2: Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the moms on call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter.
3: Hi, Moms on Call. My name is Brittany and I'm in the metro Atlanta area. Um, We have a bright, bubbly, and beautiful 21 month old daughter, um, and we are actually expecting our second child. Um, We are just going to be the two under two by like a month. Um, So, with our daughter, she is. Social by design, um, actually a mix of social and role follower, which is interesting. Um, and we have some big transitions to make. So obviously we're a little concerned about just the transition to being a big sister. Um, but we are going to need to do a couple of things. So we're in the middle of potty training and that's going well. Um, we're also going to need to transition her room. So she'll actually be taking over the larger playroom and the new baby her uh, nursery. Um, And then she is not yet in a toddler bed, and we have not yet dropped the PASI, and our pediatrician warned us not to make too many changes, um, because having a sibling is a big change in itself. So we are just trying to find some answers on when to, you know, kind of transition these other things into a toddler bed. She's not yet climbing out of her crib, um, but we didn't know if, like, that she'll be moving rooms, if that would be a good idea to go ahead and... Try to transition all the way, uh, since it'll be new, you know, anyway, um, or if we should hold off. And her pasty, she really only uses it for sleep or when she's sick and needs some comfort. Um, but we are a little concerned because she does, like, really need it for sleep. Um, so, yeah, if you guys have any advice on making these transitions and what a good timeline looks like just over the next few months, later, um, we are all
1: here. Thank you so much. All right, Jennifer. This is tricky. It's, it's a tricky. tricky one. It's tricky. So, Brittany, first off, congratulations. Yay! Look, you're going to figure all this out. Those kids are going to figure it out, and we're going to do our best to try and help you come up with a plan. I would highly recommend getting a consultant to walk this out with you as well, um, just because of all the changes that are happening. And, and there's, you know, really looking at your oldest one's design and who she is, is going to dictate what avenues we take. Absolutely. And we were trying to do the math. <laughs>
0: and I think that we got it right. You said you would have just a month shy of having two under two. And this is Child is one months old. So we're thinking your baby is coming sometime in the next two to three months. And so if we did that math right, then um, we have two separate things to talk about. And the first thing I want to talk about is a question that you asked about whether we do one thing at a time. So we have potty, we have passy, and we have moving the room and getting out of the um, crib. So typically how kids are designed is it takes toddlers of this age, typically somewhere around five to seven days to make an adjustment in their regular activities of everyday life. And that is true of the potty, that is true of the passy, and that is true of the nighttime transition. And so really the best thing for us to do is to consolidate everything into the same five to seven day period. Because if we take the passy away, that's going to be five to seven nights where they're getting used to what they are entirely capable of doing. So again, we don't want to believe that lie that they can't sleep without it. They most certainly can, and they will when we're ready to put the amount of time it'll take them to learn into our daily routine. And we can certainly walk you through that. But if we did five to seven days for that and five to seven days with adjusting to the potty and five to seven days for going from a crib to a toddler bed, now we're talking about a month of chaos. And so really when we consolidate and do it all at once, then it's one five to seven day period where we wonder if we really want to have any more kids after this. <laughs> and we're just like, put in the work and then we're done. So as many things as we can do at once is, is typically a really great way to go. So we can pick a few things. Now, potty training is a little bit trickier because a lot of that depends on where they are, if they're ready, where you are with your schedule. A social rule follower is so much better than a social movement. So I'm so glad that you gave me that second highest rating there because the rule follower wants to know the rules of engagement of social behavior and what things look like. So as far as potty training, we can continue on that road as you are now. The other things that we can do is all together at the same time. And Laura and I are gonna talk a little bit about the timing, but when the timing happens, when we pick a time, we're gonna go passy, we're gonna go out of the crib, into the toddler bed, and we're gonna go into the new room because that door will be shut anyways from the hallway side, which will, it just expands the amount of space that they have, but keeps them safe. And so we'll do all of those things at the same time and spend that five to seven days really meeting them between awake and asleep, right? In that little time, even if the baby's already gotten here, we're still going to be able to carve out that little bit of time for our toddler where we're able to tell them what they are capable of and set these things into motion. And then we're just going to actually put actions behind the words and the encouragements that we give them and I, and that's why we talk more about a personal consultant that will be able to walk you through all of these things now i had my twins came when my older son was about um two and a half almost three and so we were at these transitions as well so i remember being here and i remember just feeling so overwhelmed in that moment and i love what laura said at the very beginning what you have to remember above all things is what Laura?
1: you guys are going to
0: figure it
1: out. I think that's the theme this season, right? (laughs) Is figuring it out. And we do. And, you know, again, we're not exactly sure if our math is correct. Um, But if our math is correct, if we have a good, you know, eight to, to 10 weeks before your due date, we've got time to get these things done. I'm not worried about potty training. Potty training kind of stands on its own because, again, 20 months old, it, it really determines how ready they are. So if you feel like that needs to go on the back burner, that's okay. We can tackle that in six or eight months from now. So, And they typically regress oh, when the gosh. baby comes as anyway, far as potty training is yes, concerned. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we want to keep that in mind.
0: Yes, that's a so, really great point.
1: Yes. So Treat it with a bunch panic. of grace. Yeah. Yeah. yeah lots of grace. Well, we can always come back to that. Now, if you've got a 20 month old who is absolutely rocking and killing the potty training, then keep doing. You're good, but just kind of keep that in mind. Um, and then, you know, getting into that room, childproofing that room, getting that set up. And I will, don't make a big deal about it, right? Like don't just go over the top and talk in high pitches, of voice, and, you know, just, this is just the way things are, and I find that when we have that attitude, things go so much better, and I wouldn't say, oh, we're moving you to your, to this other room because the new baby's taking your room. Don't even, just, you've got a new room, and you're going to be great at sleeping all night in your big girl bed. I love you, and I'll see you when the sun comes up. So we don't
0: need to over-explain, and we want to treat the baby coming as a really exciting, wonderful thing, but with a social rule follower, Laura has such a great point. And if you're like a teacher kind of personality, and you tend to be a little bit more animated when you talk about things, this is so we hard. We all know these people. <laughs> yes, it's so hard. Well, we just kind of want to, you know, just keep it right in that middle tone, confident. You might have to practice this in the mirror. You'll feel like a straight up weirdo, but look at yourself in the mirror and be like, Oh, you have a, you have a new room now and you're going to be great at this. And you know, once you kind of have that, where you're just looking super confident, then yeah, Go we're going to break it. it out and not days and
1: days ahead oh, of time gosh. when it's going to mm-hmm. happen. That's a good point, Jennifer. So I think, so I don't want you to, we don't want you to say, Oh, Next week, we're going to start moving your stuff. And your new beds come in three weeks from today. And we're... No. They don't have that kind of timer. (laughs) (laughs) You know. You've told them we're leaving in five
0: minutes. Do they know what that means? No. No. (laughs) No. So we don't want to... Get them ready like a ton of time ahead of time. We just want to have everything ready and, and then it. give it that confident the, the confidence that you practice. Now, if you've watched the toddler online course. Oh gosh. We have, so much fun. <laughs> it is. we have a whole section of teaching you the face to make and the things to say and do. And of those things to look super confident, we do our chin down and eyebrows up. I'm oh. doing it right <laughs> yeah, now. As you can see, Laura. She could, she really could give me any instructions right now. And I'd be like, oh, she means it.
1: Oh, uh, yesterday we were at my husband's orthopedic doctor's visit. He had a total knee replacement, just not quite going the way we want. So we got to kind of go in and, and do some manipulation there and get it done. But the doctor's like, all right, well, you know, you don't really have to give me an answer as to whether you want to do this or not. And all I did was look at my husband like, Chin down, eyebrows up. Like, you know, yes, we're doing it because we're on a (laughs) time straight here, right? So it works across the board, by the way. Works across the board. Very (laughs) effective
0: for husbands, for toddlers. Works great. At the workplace. You're really going to like these skills. Um, We talk about the exhale of confidence. (sighs) You'll be great at it. (sighs) I'm not worried. worried. So. There's lots of ways that we uh, can communicate. And that toddler this.
1: online course, I think that you know, sometimes yes, we get the the newborn stuff. We, that's what we're known for. We get it. But that toddler online course includes our live toddler seminar, which we would sell out every single time that we've done it here in Atlanta. It would sell out. Um, so we did a smaller venue and and. And did the online course so that everybody could get it everywhere. And, but that live online toddler course that Jennifer leads is so incredible, just about not only speaking about the kids and, and how to speak to the kids, but it's so incredible how you talk to the parents and their heart. And I, I just, I love it. And then we go into the the smart paradigm. We go into the designs of our kids and their motivators. And so that toddler online course is like two huge courses in one. It's fabulous.
0: Well, you are my biggest fan. And we do have to say <laughs> it was three hours long, the toddler oh conference. And we had so much fun. There's a lot of laughter. I love when so many toddler families are there. And the uh, other- the audience looks like they have their act together. I mean, these are just the best-looking, put-together people you've ever seen in your life. And we talk about tantrums and, you know, what color sippy cup your child needs at 10 o'clock at night. And they're laughing right next to you. It's like that nod oh. of recognition. It's like right? therapy, right? Oh, you, uh, me and all of you? We're all in this? Oh, Oh, great. okay, okay. <laughs> um, but I think the funniest thing that happened... Was it we do it at a theater here? And, um, and the theater asked if we <laughs> wanted theater concessions for people. And we're like, that's brilliant. Yes. Learn how to do these great techniques with your kids and some popcorn, popcorn and coke. Great. And toward the end of the toddler conference, like, my jokes are just hitting. Like, we're oh, all laughing.
1: Knocking it like,
0: out the ballpark. <laughs> it really felt like, oh, man. And I get done. I'm like, Laura, that was just the best one we've ever done. That whole <laughs> section in the back. They were just laughing. We were having so much fun. Come to find out, theater concessions also <laughs> <Absolutely> includes. <theater.
3: laughs>
1: includes wine <laughs> and beer and some yeah. cocktails yep. it was i'm awesome. funny to drunk people that's what we learned <laughs> that's what we learned that's it. that's it so mom you've got this go for it check out that toddler online course as far as when we start to talk about bringing home this this sweet new baby make sure you check out that cheat sheet in the toddler book bringing home baby Did you know that there's more
0: to the Walk to End Alzheimer's than just walking? The Alzheimer's Association invites you to join our movement towards a brighter future for all those affected
1: by Alzheimer's. With events in more than 600 communities nationwide, the Walk to End Alzheimer's is the world's largest event to raise awareness and funds for Alzheimer's care, support, and research.
0: We walk for the 150,000 people in Georgia living with the disease and the nearly 350,000 friends and family members taking care of their loved ones every single day. We're closer than ever to stopping Alzheimer's, but to get there, we need you.
1: And if you live here in Georgia... Where we live, the Walk to End Alzheimer's is in 20 cities around the state this fall. In fact, we're walking in Atlanta on November 4th at the Battery at Truist Park, and we would love to have you join us. And if you're not in Georgia, there are events
0: in your community too. To register and get involved with a walk near you, head to alz.org backslash walk and do it Today.
1: Join the walk to end Alzheimer's and help us make a brighter future for all those affected by Alzheimer's. Make a difference today at alz.org backslash walk. Hey Laura, how many hours do you think infants spend
0: in their crib every day? Oh
1: gosh, at least 12. But at least to 14 to 15. Yes. That's a lot of time. It is. So you think you want to be comfortable there? I well, mean, wouldn't you agree? I'm a little jealous.
0: Really? Because we were talking to one of the girls who was able to test the mom's on call Colgate crib mattress. It's the Sleep and Grow and her comment was I want to curl myself up small enough to be able to lay on this mattress. It is so comfortable.
1: It is so comfortable. And I love the way that we chose to do it. We chose and designed it specifically the way we wanted it done, right? So it's so cute. Yes. And it is firm on one side for that newborn, but then you can flip it over. It grows with your furniture and your baby. Oh my gosh. That's just the best. But it's com-
0: n- not only comfortable, although I feel like comfort if you're going to oh, be there more than 12 hello? hours a day. It's pretty essential. It also really supports healthy growth and development. It's a waterproof. It cleans up. Waterproof. What, who are we kidding? <laughs> you know, fluids <laughs> right. come out of babies. All everywhere. Yeah. So <laughs> it's quote unquote waterproof, safe, eco-friendly. Like they just told us that we could shoot for the moon. So we did.
1: And we we so did. And we had yeah. so much fun doing that. And it's it's packed with 5.5 inches of eco-friendlier foam. And it's made with sustainable plant oils. That was super important to us. It was. Well, and also the fire retardant
0: capabilities. You know, sometimes we worry about those things that we put on them. But this barrier is safe Baby. So, yeah, so it's flame retardant. It is eco friendly. It's breathable. We, we thought of everything that we could think of, but most important, it's comfortable and available.
1: So, go check out the Moms on Call Sleeping Grow mattress that we partnered with Colgate Far at com
2: Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888 234 7979. Visit MomsOnCall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive, your amazing parenting journey.